Shalom Aleichem from the Yiddish Book Center. I'm Emma Morgenstern. I'm very excited to have Seth Rogovoy on today's program. Seth is a music critic, the author of The Essential Klezmer, a frequent contributor to Pock and Traeger, and the program consultant for our summer event, Yidstock, the Festival of New Yiddish Music. Welcome, Seth. Thanks, Emma. Seth, there's a lot of buzz about Yidstock recently. Um, the lineup of bands is looking really amazing. There's a mini film festival that's going to be happening leading up to the actual music. Um, we'll have a workshop, a klezmer workshop. We'll have a talk that you're giving, a klezmer brunch. So it's really a, a packed week. Um, so can you just start off by telling me a little bit about the bands that are going to be coming? Saturday night's concert, which is sort of, I guess, the big kickoff concert of the weekend, uh, is headlined by so-called, and so-called uh, is a uh, the the known de bond of Josh Dolgan from Montreal. Josh is is just an all-around Yiddish music visionary. He's a, a DJ, a musician, singer, composer, producer, and uh, Josh is really on the cutting edge of bringing klezmer and Yiddish music into the 21st century. I'll contrast Josh with the, the closing concert for the festival, which is Sunday at 4 o'clock, a band called the Klezmatics, which probably a lot of people are familiar with. The Klezmatics are really the greatest modern klezmer band in the world, and, and what the Klezmatics have done is they've really taken klezmer music as it was formally known and paved the way and shown how you can make klezmer contemporary. Klezmer, whenever it's been heard, whether it was in 1850 uh, Eastern Europe or whether it was 1920 Lower East Side or 1940s Upper East Side, klezmer has always spoken with the particular language and accent of its time Mm -hmm. so that the klezmatics in the late 1980s, early 1990s, coming out of the Klezmer revival, which several of them were instrumental in fomenting, um, then started bringing their own and their audience's background in jazz, R&B, reggae, world music, rock music, and, um, and, and integrating those influences into the music. Uh, what so-called will be doing on Saturday night, getting back to where we started out, is um, he, in particular, is about applying hip-hop aesthetics and techniques to the music. Just like the best hip-hop draws on its own uh, the, the tradition of, of black music uh, and um, samples old recordings, what Josh does is basically does that with Yiddish music so that you'll hear some great cantorial recording from the 1930s or you'll, you'll hear a Yiddish theater. And on top of that, he layers all these other elements, very smart, very witty, uh, and very danceable. He's so innovative, but at the same time, very authentic. He's a lot of fun, and I'm sure that our audience will enjoy that first concert to kick off the music part of the festival. No matter where you're coming from, you know, you, you, no matter where you're coming from, you'll enjoy just about everything on the lineup for the weekend, but in particular, there'll be some bands, some groups that will totally appeal to you. We also have Hankus Netsky and Hebrew National Salvage playing um, at noon on Sunday, July 15th. So uh, Hankus is a longtime friend of the Yiddish Book Center, and he's played in myriad uh, klezmer bands. So what's this particular group going to be giving us? Right, right. So Hankus is almost synonymous with the klezmer revival. He was 
and was and remains one of the people, the most uh, influential in reviving Yiddish and klezmer music, uh, mostly with the klezmer conservatory band, which he founded back in uh, 1981 and, and continues to lead, but in a lot of other projects, such as Hebrew National Salvage, which is a brand new, will actually be making its performing debut at Yitzhak, which is really exciting. So, you know, we're, we've got such a cutting-edge festival of new Yiddish music that this is the first time that these musicians and this repertoire will be heard anywhere in the world. Wow. And, and what, yeah, this is incredible. So what it is is, you know, Hankus says that, well, yeah, so we've, we've rediscovered this body of work, and basically you can go anywhere to a Yiddish music or klezmer concert and, and be sure, assured of hearing about same dozen tunes that get played by all different kinds of bands and all different kinds of arrangements. Mm -hmm. But as far as Hankins is concerned, there are hundreds, if not thousands, of these tunes that are worth hearing and rescuing or salvaging, as he says, which apparently is a technical term in ethnomusicology. Um, who knew? <laughs> and, yeah, who knew? And so he's kind of tweaking that kind of... Uh, uh, approach in the title of his group, Hebrew National Salvage, which is a really funny group name because of mm -hmm. the Hebrew National thing. Right. Um, and uh, so we're going to hear, you know, music which is will be at once recognizable, but also will never have been heard before. And he's got great players. Among them are um, Eileen Stahl, who's been the clarinet player for the KCB for the last 20 years, and who also actually lives in the Pioneer Valley and is frequently performed at the Book Center and a few other musicians, as well as Hankus. Uh, so, so that'll be kicking off the uh, concert portion of the Instock on Sunday, July 15th at noon. Great. What a dynamo cast of characters. It is, yeah. So then following up uh, that, a after we hear from Hankus Natsky and Hebrew National Salvage at 2 o'clock on Sunday, just for the sheer joy and fun uh, of it, uh, I really wanted to bring Frank London's Klezmer Brass All-Stars, which is just an amazingly fun group. You know, Frank London is one of the founders and the trumpet player composer of the Klezmatics, so we're going to get a double dose of Frank London, and you can never have too much Frank London as far as I'm concerned. He's yeah, just an yeah, amazing great. musician, you know, great guy, knows his stuff, has been instrumental in the revival. He was a founding member of the Klezmer Conservatory Band, going back to 1981 with Hankus. Uh, so, with his... Klezmer Brass All-Stars, you know, when you think of Klezmer, you usually think of clarinet or violin. That's always the, the lead instrument. But Frank's a trumpet player, and there's a great tradition of brass bands in Klezmer, in Eastern European music, Balkan brass bands. So with the uh, Klezmer Brass All-Stars, Frank emphasizes that aspect of the tradition and combining it with New Orleans brass band music, Balkan brass band music, North African brass band music, and especially for this occasion, one of my favorite Yiddish vocalists, Eleanor Risa, who um, is just, you know, she is the real deal. Like, when, if you think of Barbara Streisand and Yentl, mm -hmm. you know, it's really Eleanor Risa is the one. I mean, she, she is a native Yiddish speaker growing up in New York, but her family, uh, Yiddish, was their first language. She's the real deal, so, she, so she's going to kind of bring a little bit something extra to that uh, performance by the Klezmer Brass All-Stars. And then the entire festival, the day Sunday, and the festival culminates, and I couldn't think of a better group to bring it all home than the Klezmatics themselves. They're Grammy Award winners. They just have an amazing body of work at this point, which incorporates traditional music, 
jazzed up klezmer, uh, world music klezmer, Woody Guthrie stuff done klezmer style, mm-hmm. uh, folk music. You know, Lawrence Klomberg is one of the just the greatest Yiddish vocalists these days. So beautiful singing in that group, great playing, and uh, you know, so that pretty much. Uh, there's a few other things going on we could talk about, but but that's the main concert portion of Yitzhak. Great. I'm pretty amazed by all the different um, styles represented. The There's folk, there's hip-hop, there's you know what we think of as traditional klezmer, there's brass. Can you just tell me, I, I mean, I'm also struck by the fact that all of these musicians seem to be so intertwined. They're all, they've played together before, perhaps, or they're in similar bands, or they founded bands together. Uh, but have all of these people ever come together before in one place? Well, you know, they certainly, um, you'll, you'll see certain musicians will be in several different bands. For example, Saturday night, um, the concert by so-called, you'll have a warm-up band, Michael, uh, the Michael Winograd Trio and Michael Winograd, who is a clarinet player and a band leader, is also in so-called's group. And I do believe he'll also be playing with Frank London's Klezmer Brass All-Stars on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Frank, of course, in both his own group and the Klezmatics. So, so you will be seeing lots of uh, give and take. So it's not unusual uh, in the Klezmer and Yiddish music world for these uh, this kinds of uh, sharing and collaborating to go on. But to this extent, in this festival, you know, given that it's a two-day festival with all these different bands, this, you know, in some ways, it's going to be unprecedented, clearly. Great, great. Well, I'm really looking forward to it, and I think all of our music-loving listeners will look forward to it as well. So I'd like to encourage everyone to join us at Yidstock on July 14th and 15th at the Yiddish Book Center in Amherst, Massachusetts. It's really a festival worth traveling for. Um, so thank you, Seth, for giving us um, all this information about who's coming. Sure, Emma. Thanks for doing it. To purchase tickets and for more information, visit yiddishbookcenter.org slash Yidstock or call 413-256-4900. This has been a production of the Yiddish Book Center. For additional interviews and conversations, please visit our website, yiddishbookcenter.org slash audio. I'm Emma Morgenstern. Zymir stark und gesund. Be strong, be well, and tune in again soon. Thank you.